This is episode number 10 on Sports Grit Secrets. Do you want to know how to create a 10-foot-tall, bulletproof, confident athlete? Learn how in this audio masterclass. Welcome to Sports Grit Secrets. My name is Desi Maynard, former teacher, coach, and lifelong athlete turned entrepreneur. I help athletes improve their performance through their mindset and mental game. Each week, we will unlock a middle game secret of sports to help you discover and build athletes' inner gritness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the master class begin. The 10 feet tall bulletproof athlete appears in a lot of places. However, the way it appears and what is actually felt on the inside of the athlete are two different things, which is why I want to talk about this today. Confidence is the number one issue that our athletes are dealing with. So we're going to dive into this audio masterclass on how to create and build that 10 feet tall, bulletproof, confident athlete. Now, you're probably wondering, what 10 feet tall, bulletproof, what the heck would that mean? Well, I had a coach a long time ago when I was in middle school, and I was like, man, how you doing today? And he's like, man, I feel 10 feet tall and bulletproof. And I thought, man, that's pretty confident. So that kind of stuck with me over the years, right? So now that's one of my first statements, you know, especially when, when I talk to my athletes, that's the term that I always want to use, right? We want to make you a 10 foot tall, bulletproof, confident competitor, right? That is one that is full of confidence on the inside, which is way more important than confidence on the outside. If you have confidence on the inside, it will show outwardly for sure. So that is the backstory to 10 feet tall, bulletproof, confident athlete. So today we're going to dive into the two key areas to create that 10 feet tall, bulletproof athlete. Number one is going to be proactive confidence, proactive confidence. So what is proactive confidence? It is before the game, before the performance, right? Not reactive. Reactive means I played really well, so now now I'm confident, okay? No, 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 no. We shouldn't need that in order to be confident. We want to create proactive confidence. Now, what is confidence? Confidence is how strongly you believe in your ability to execute any skill or task in your sport, okay? Let me say that one more time. Confidence is how strongly you believe in your ability to execute any skill or task in your sport. So that may be a girl softball pitcher and her belief in her ability to throw a rise ball. That may be a football quarterback and his belief to throw a slant route. Okay. Whatever that may be in your sport, that's what confidence is. So we want to build proactive confidence instead of reactive. Okay. Proactive, not reactive before the game confidence pre-performance confidence, proactive confidence. So how the heck do we do that? Well, the first way is this. We find out where our sources of confidence come from, okay? Maybe your confidence is from past success. Maybe it's an effective practice plan, immediate performance. Uh, could be positive comments from others, supportive people in your life, quality practice or training, a good coach, belief in your talent, in your physical talent, Belief in your mental game because you have that mastered. 
or maybe not. You need to call me. Your equipment, your warm-up routine, your pregame routine, your mental preparation, we already said that a little bit, your study, right, your game film, whatever that may be, your ability to perform well under pressure, okay, your nutrition, your positive rapport with your teammates, your coaches, your game plan, your strategy, the level of your competition, comfortable environment, and it goes on and on and on. The key is awareness here. You have to become aware of what your sources of confidence are before the game. You have to think about them. You have to talk about them, right? The second piece of proactive confidence is this. It is the confidence that you can control, okay? The confidence that you can control. You want to focus on the areas that you can control, right? And not worry about the ones that you can't, right? Using the sources of confidence, which sources of confidence are directly in your control? You have to know what is actually in control. Now, it could be anything, right? It depends on your actual personal situation. But you want to lay out and define what sources of confidence are under your control, okay? Proactive confidence, people. What are your sources of confidence and which sources are under control? Proactive confidence, your ability to fuel your confidence prior to the performance, right? Take responsibility for feeling confident before you play or perform, right? You are responsible for your confidence, not other people, okay? You are responsible for your confidence, not other people. And you do that, you build that proactive confidence by understanding your sources of confidence, which we listed before, and then defining which of those sources you can control. And here's the key, people, actually control them. Okay, go and control those sources of confidence, right? If you don't put the work in, you're not going to be confident before the game, before the performance, before the match, before whatever that may be in your arena, okay? Proactive is before. Figure out the sources and then define the sources that you can control and actually control them. The second piece of confidence Okay, the second piece of confidence is stable confidence. Okay, stable confidence. That is in the game, right? In the game. And here's what you have to do. You have to anticipate and you have to cope with mistakes, right? You have to understand and overcome your top confidence killers is what I call them. Things that kill your confidence, which is usually a mistake, right? A mental mistake, a mental game mistake, Whatever that may be, it's usually a confidence killer, okay? Stable confidence. Let's define stable confidence. Keeping your confidence at the same level, right, during competition, during the entire competition, keeping that confidence level up, right? So at the end of the match, at the end of the game, even though you've made seven mistakes, let's just say, your confidence is still exactly the same that you can win that game. That is stable confidence, Okay, keep your confidence at the same level during the entire performance competition with stable confidence. You don't react to bad breaks, calls or mistakes. You don't react to them. That's the key. Okay, you anticipate that those are going to happen because you're not going to be a perfectionist. Okay, and you anticipate that they're going to happen. Right. This is how you can help your athletes have this conversation with your athletes. Maybe you are the athlete. Maybe your coach start putting this into your conversations. Right. This is more important than the physical piece. The mental game is 
80% people. The physical is only 20. Yes, the physical is important. I've worked on the physical my whole life, but the mental piece is where it's at. It is where real progress is made. It is where your performance will skyrocket. The mental game will skyrocket your performance, and it starts with confidence. Proactive confidence, then stable confidence, right? Stable confidence is when we don't react emotionally to a mistake, to a bad call, to a break, to a mistake that we've made, right? We don't react to it. We get over it really fast. We cope with it quickly and we move forward. Remember, you are responsible for your confidence, not other people, not other people. You are responsible for that. And here is how you become more and more responsible for that stable confidence. You learn how to control your emotions. Okay, you have to talk to yourself in a positive manner. Every one of us athletes, I know it's weird, I know it sounds weird, we have all kinds of conversations with ourselves within a performance, within a practice, within a performance, within a game, within a match, right? All kinds of things go through our head when we are talking to ourselves. Most of the time, they are negative, right? Most of the time, they are negative. Why? I don't know why. That's where the human mind goes, right? Most of the time when we make a great play, it's like we expected it of ourselves, right? Which is, that's a whole nother podcast in itself is expectations. But I want to talk about positive self-talk, right? And I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds cliche, but athletes have so many conversations in their head. Most of them are negative. I want to switch that to the positive realm, right? You need to be able to cope with the mistake, knowing that you're not going to be perfect, right? And knowing that that does not control the outcome, you stick to your process goal and you talk to yourself in a positive manner. Hey, it's fine. Get back up. Let's do this again. I'll do better next time, right? Now, I work with my clients and my athletes on these exact statements, right? These trigger statements to help them, you know, cope with the mistake and overcome that confidence killer. Here's the key though. You need to be aware of what your confidence killers are before you go into battle, okay? When you define them, become aware of them, talk about them, then apply that and learn how to overcome them, that is so much easier now to cope with that mistake, to overcome that confidence killer in performance, in competition, while you're in battle, okay? So you have to define them, you got to become aware of them, and you have to figure out and learn how to apply, right, that self-talk, that trigger statement that will help you mentally overcome that confidence killer while in battle. That is the key, right? It's a two-step process, okay? Proactive confidence, then stable confidence. And here's what it all comes down to. The 10 feet tall, bulletproof, confident athlete, right, has proactive, stable confidence that they carry with them They go into the competition with it, okay, before the performance starts, and then it carries, the stable confidence carries them through that competition so that if they do make a mistake, I shouldn't even say if, when they do make a mistake, because it's going to happen. Every athlete makes mistakes. Every coach makes mistakes. Every sports parent makes mistakes. When that happens, they have become aware of what their confidence killers are. They've learned how to overcome them, okay, based on their proactive confidence. And then they can cope with that mistake, overcome that confidence killer, and move on quickly, very, very, very quickly. 
You got you know you've seen lots and lots of college and pro athletes that can do this like like that, right? I'm snapping my fingers. They can they overcome it like that. They strike out and then they go make the play of their lives in the field, or they make the play of their lives in the field, or they screw up in the field, and then they go and they hit a grand slam to win the game. That's just a baseball example, right? But when you're in that mistake, it sounds easy right now, but it is not. Okay. You have to know what your trigger statements are so that you can use that self-talk statement before competition or between plays to help instill that feeling of confidence. Confidence is so key. It is of utmost importance for an athlete to feel, truly feel on the inside, 10 feet tall and bulletproof because it will 100x your performance. Self-doubt is one of the biggest problems and lack of confidence is one of the biggest problems that athletes face today. It is all over. Now, here's a little bonus for you. Just a little tidbit bonus for you. Another way to boost your confidence is mental rehearsal, mental imagery rehearsal, okay? So that is before the game, right? Or even at halftime or even before a play, depending on your sport, whatever it may be, before a round, but mostly prior to the performance, rehearse that performance in your head. Go through the image, right? Walk through the whole day in your head. Get a really clear picture on what you performing well looks like. Make sure you're realistic about it and not an over-perfectionist and don't have too high of expectations, but take a very clear picture. Walk through that day step by step by step and see your performance play by play, match by match, um, you know, second by second. You know, what you do good, what you, you can probably need to work on more. Make sure you see yourself succeeding, right? Go through what makes you confident during your play. Rehearse that entire performance in your mind over and over and over again with a positive outcome, right? With a positive outcome. That is just another little bonus for you, right? A little, there's a two-step process. That was just a little third bonus for you on how to improve that and create and build that 10 feet tall, bulletproof, confident athlete that will have a performance that skyrockets through the roof, which is what we want. We want those results, people, and you get them through the mental game. If you're not confident, if you're not proactive and stably confident, you will not perform to your potential. I guarantee it. That's why you need to master your mental game. And I am here to help you with that. I hope you enjoyed this audio masterclass on the 10 feet tall, bulletproof, confident athlete, the two-step process, right? Being proactive, knowing what your sources of Confidence are and becoming aware at which ones you can control and then actually controlling them. And then the second piece is the stable confidence. Become aware of what your confidence killers are. Know how to overcome the confidence killers by those trigger statements, right? That self-talk that's going to be a, you know, individual situational type thing between you and yourself in your mind, right? This is all the mental game people. And then the little bonus there was the mental imagery rehearsal, right? Mental imagery rehearsal. That is the key, right? To see that whole performance, that whole day, and the positive outcome at the end, right? You got to know it, you got to believe it, and you have to hold that image in your mind, and that will help you become 
crazy confident, like a 10 feet tall, bulletproof, confident athlete needs to be in order to reach the full potential of their performance. Thanks for hanging with me today, and we will see you soon. Probably the biggest question I get is how does the mental game affect physical performance? Well, research and stats show that less than 30% of performance results come from talent and the physical skill set. This means that 70% or more of an athlete's achievement is not visible. It lies directly between the ears. An athlete who neglects to work on their mental game is leaving a vast amount of potential on the table. It's kind of like going to a concert and getting a lawn seat instead of the VIP package with front row seats and a backstage pass. Which one would you prefer? That's what I thought, the VIP unforgettable experience. This is why I created Maynard Leadership and developed my mental game coaching programs. I provide athletes the VIP experience and walk with you every step of the way on your journey to the next level. Book a 15-minute strategy session now at www.maynardleadership.com and we can dive into your specific opportunity. I'm doing this because you might not know where to start all this mental game stuff. And secondly, because I was right where you are and I want to help. You can also get a free sports grit quiz with full in-depth results emailed to you by going to MainerLeadership.com and clicking the link. Again, just go to MainerLeadership.com to book your free strategy session with me and to take the free sports grit quiz to get your results emailed to you. I challenge you now to push past average.